Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi podcast. Today we're discussing BTS. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Kay Drama Jen. I'm Carrie the Monkney. I'm Drama Geek. A few things before we get started. A quick shout out to our international listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. We see that we picked up a lot of listeners in Denmark. So thanks for supporting our podcast. We plan to cover all kinds of dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course, K-dramas. And with all those countries to cover, we hope you'll understand if we stumble over the pronunciation sometimes. We're always trying to improve, but it's a work in progress. As are our podcasts. We will do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is much faster than typing. Well, I am beyond excited about today's topic because we are going to be talking about one of my favorite K-entertainment topics, BTS. So now, as all of you are probably aware, BTS has been having a huge couple of months. They performed at the BBNMAs, they released their amazing album, they sold out their tour, and they still had time for Festa. So today, we decided we could not wait to chat all about BTS. So are you ready to get started? I want to begin with the newest album. What's your first impression and favorite song from this album? Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard um, because it's like, okay, I'm cleaning and this is the song that I like or I'm in the car. Um, I I would I'm going to have to go with um, as a whole. I think the album has a really um, fun feel like it's perfect for by the pool or it's also perfect for riding in your car or it's perfect for when you're cleaning. So I think like it just it has this really nice vibe to it that I like like. summer vibe. It does. It has a summer vibe, but it also it it still has kind of an intense vibe a lot of times, too. So I just like the the, they played around with a lot of sounds. They play, you know, new things. They were uh, experimental. I feel like um, Suga did a lot more of like singing and stuff. So he kind of stretched himself a little bit. I think they all stretched themselves uh, creatively. Um, But I would have to say that Magic Shop makes me cry almost every time I listen to it. I try not to, I think just because of the lyrics and everything. And and then um, maybe a weird choice for some people, but outro her, I like, or tear, not her, tear. <laughs> I was listening to, uh, to the, all their albums today and I, they're all like running together. But um, but so I, I don't know. I always, always like when the boys rap. So I think that's, that's probably my, if I have to, if I have to pick, those are my two favorite. <laughs> Um, so can you here and I'm going to admit a horrible secret that I haven't really had a lot of time to get hooked on this album. Um, I've been working some crazy hours the last couple of weeks and, and sadly it even took me like three days after it dropped before I could actually sit down and just kind of put it on in the background. Cause I was like listening to that and I was blogging and I was trying to watch a show at the same time almost and, you know, I'm trying to get all of this stuff in the few hours that I'm not working or sleeping. And so I wasn't able to really focus in. So um, Jen, K-Drama Jen, asked this question. So I was like, oh, crap, I better go really <laughs> listen and pick out my favorites. And so last night at like so late, <laughs> um, I was listening. And, and the ones that really stood out to me, I like the sincerity that cannot be delivered. I really liked that 
you really heard heard the pure tone of the singer. You know, it was really. I usually like their faster songs, and so I was really surprised that this one really clicked for me. Um, and talking about faster songs, I really liked Airplane too. I. Oh, it was so fun to hear like a Latin style. It was something completely different that I never would have thought, oh yeah, BTS in a Latin flair. You know, that's not something I would expect. And I saw them perform this one and it was such a fun performance. Uh-huh. It was very quirky and and you could tell they had a lot of fun kind of figuring yeah. out how they were going to make this song interesting to watch. And so I'm really hoping that it's one they sing at the concert in September. Um, and so those are the two that really stood out. I did like most of them, but I think I'll have to listen a couple more times before I really choose something that's going to be my all-time favorites of this album. So, And for me, I feel like this album is definitely... It's got more of a darker tone than um, Love Yourself, Her. And I know that's intentional. There's more longing and... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at the song list because I'm trying to figure out the sincerity that cannot be delivered. I'm trying to figure out which song that is. It was like the third song. For, it was the right truth, after... The Truth Untold? Truth Untold. Okay. Is that what I'm it sorry. is? So I was looking. I'm like, what yeah. is the sincerity that could not be delivered? I need to okay. figure out. Did I miss that song? Is it In a bonus track? In my defense, I was going off of the list that they had on the YouTube. Okay. Like, it was just on YouTube. <laughs> and they had a list of all the songs. Okay. And so that's was, what it's titled as. So blame the YouTuber. I was looking up on my phone, on my album list, and I'm like... And See, I accidentally I'm a pushed a button person. I and haven't the truth untold that yet. song started playing. The truth untold. Yes, started. that's the one I like. But okay. it's the third song right, on okay. the album, or fourth. Okay, it Gary. was late. <laughs> back to Gary. Back to Gary. Yes, back Gary. to me. <laughs> Give them on air turn. Anyway, so I tend to like happier songs. So it's taken me longer for to get really connected to this album. But my absolute favorite right now is in Panama. Because I really love it when a song is about connecting to the listener. And a Panaman, I looked it up, it's a Japanese folktale figure about this red bean bun-headed figure <laughs> that like goes out and lets the hungry kids eat its head and then goes right. back to the baker to get refilled. And so when they're saying they're the new superhero, it's right. like they're letting us eat their um, heads. Right. Okay, that comes out bad. <laughs> they're not Superman, they're not Batman, they pick Aunt Panaman. Like that's... <laughs> yeah. And so, but it's just about, they're giving everything they have right now and it's for mm-hmm. our consumption and it's for our connection and we're building something together. And I, I always like songs like that. And mm-hmm. I also like the truth untold or apparently the sincerity <laughs> that cannot be told. In my defense, it was the person who was on the YouTube channel that read it wrong because I just took it exactly from that. So, you know, there's this thing called Spotify. But anyway. Uh, all right, dude. <laughs> I don't have time to Spotify. <laughs> anyway, but I also like the truth unold and I, untold, and I like that Steve Aoki had a hand in it. Again, I think those, I think they work well together. I read and I some... also like so what, but I'll leave that for K Drama Jen to talk about. <laughs> I read so a little he's... blurb from him saying Steve Aoki that he liked the fact that his collaboration with them allowed him to kind of go outside of his normal box. And do something different because usually, of course, it's more of like mic drop, you know, that type of thing. So, mm-hmm. 
So I have a lot of favorites on this album. I actually do like Anpanman. I didn't at first. I thought it was too close to Gogo and Bapse, and you know, like I was like, eh, you know. But um, actually, after watching them perform it, it's it's really fun. Um, but my favorite one, um, first of all, it was Airplane Part Two because of that Latin beat. And I, I think I was telling you we were salsa dancing in the kitchen. So, um, so you know, it just kind of depends what you're doing with the music. But for me, it's uh, it's so what. Um, after I listened to it and then looked up the lyrics, I found that, you know, I listened to it, especially if I'm really, I guess lately I've been annoyed with people at work. And so, um, <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, some people will say you're right. Some people will say you're wrong. So what? Um, and, and I especially like the line that's, uh, like 90% of your worries are a swamp of your own making. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciated that. So sometimes you need to be able to say, so what? Um, so I, but I like actually most of the songs. I also really like the Pluto song, the, um, when, the one that's all numbers because, yeah. uh, Pluto's no longer a planet. And so, I mean, come on, like, <laughs> I'm still bitter over that. <laughs> um, and just, you know, how, um, people have been in relationships where at one point, you know, you were somebody's planet, I guess, and mm-hmm. then you get downgraded. Um, so I, I appreciated that as well. So. Yeah, I, 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 all of them. I just, all of them, it's so hard to pick. But I, I will have yeah, to listen to it some more right. so I can love them all. I mean, so I'm assuming, Amber, you've seen Singularity, though, right? Ugh. I watched the choreo for that one. I might not have. I'm not kidding, guys. I've been, like, sleeping, and I've okay. only been hey. watching what stuff for the blog. You? <laughs> so, Amber, you do have to watch V's Singularity because... Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I have seen it. Yes. I sent it to you guys like first thing. Sorry. It was his his graduation into dancing with the the mannequin. Yes. His own hand. Like it looked separate. Yes. Yeah. And then the choreographer said, you're now truly part of the dance line. I was like, all right, that's pretty awesome. Okay. No, I've seen that one. Sorry. It's been a long couple of weeks. So if we found it hard to pick our favorite song on this album, Amber decided to torture us even further. Jen, because I think she's the one that created these questions. Not just this album, but now we're supposed to pick our favorite of all time. What? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Carrie, you get to go first because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll take it. And it's either Spring Day or Save Me, because those were both, before I even realized who BTS was, those were both songs that I was really drawn to. I mean, just early days of K-pop and first getting into the rabbit hole. And so I can still listen to them. I'm very much a moody music listener. Like, the music has to match my mood, or else I just get irritated and turn it off. And those, no matter what mood I'm in, happy, angry, whatever, I love those, and I can listen to them anytime. What about you, Jen? (laughs) Oh my goodness me. Well, <laughs> I have so many, um, but I love Not Today. I also love Spring Day. Um, Cypher 4, after having seen it performed. So um, how is this your favorite song of all time? <laughs> Where's the one? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. And Save Me and Butterfly and Don't and Okay, go ahead, Amber. I stuck with the actual question. <laughs> then are you really a BTS fan? I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> so my first BTS song that really connected with me on a deeper level was actually I Need You. Um, I had watched a lot of their MVs before. 
I'd actually seen them um, perform at KCON before, so I knew who they were. I enjoyed their performances. But it was this song that really kind of clicked with me and made them a must-watch group, not just someone I enjoyed if their music came on. And so I have to pick that one because even today, like if it comes on, it's like, okay, we need to sit and listen to it. <laughs> so that's mine. My single all-time favorite BTS song. song. Okay. Wow. All right. wow. Well, synthes- <laughs> so Some of us are rule breakers. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a rule breaker. So I had to boil it down to if I'm at a concert where it's like all of their discography, it's not just like, oh, we're going on tour for this album, but like greatest hits. What would I be devastated if they didn't perform? So that's kind of. So I Need You is definitely one of those. Um and some of the others are just, like, because I've seen their performances, how amazing, like, Fire is one of them. They do such a great job um, with the, that performance, and I think that they actually do perform it a lot <clears throat> on there. But Spring Day, which is Carrie, one of Carrie's, um, I love the performance for that, and I just love that song. Like, it, could, it definitely is soothing. And then, like, with Jen, Cypher 4, or any of the ciphers, really, like I would be devastated if they did a concert and I didn't get to see the ciphers because my bias, who we'll figure out who is later, like he's in his <laughs> element in in those and he just sheds the whole idol thing and just becomes like, I think, who he was meant to be. And so I love watching the ciphers. And then also, um, gosh, I should have written them down because I had them like in my head of like, okay, if they don't do this one or Before this one. Before that, she was all like, I don't need to write it down. No. It's going to be organic. Blood, blood, sweat, and tears. That is one that the blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, oh about yeah. spay. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's just something. I think I've watched a lot of like their practices in the off in their, their practice room or whatever of them doing it where the silver spoon where they, you know, I just, yeah. I love watching them do that. And, um. I am blanking. Every other song that (laughs) they've ever done. It's going to be a five hour long concert (laughs) of their best hits. (laughs) I do love, I do love Spring Day. I do love that. And uh, not Spring Day, I already said that one. Save Me. So I do love watching it. Save Me would be another one. Live. I love the fan chants on Save Me Uh, when they're performing it live. It's it's very invigorating. That, see, and I think I need you for me. Not that's not like my favorite of all time. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, I think that that is their turning point. That album, the Forever well, Young it album, feels like is like that's the turning point where they started to be in charge of some of their own creation. Right. And and again, I liked them before. You know, they were they were entertaining, but just that first album, it didn't feel like that is their heart and soul in that album. Right. Oh, you and know. dope. Just because one, the costumes. The dancing I just, is awesome. <laughs> yeah. The, the oh, costume, yeah. and that is actually my first BTS song. Like um, in our K-pop group, there was another member who was like, "Oh my gosh, their promos are coming out." I didn't really know who they were, <laughs> and then she just started spamming us with all of their different outfits of what what you know they were going to be. The are they the cop? And I didn't know who any of them were. And that's kind of how I learned who, how they were. And so every time that intro comes on. And like, also, uh, <laughs> our, it's our so funny. Every time Jenny, like someone starts spamming in that group, Jenny's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't like anyone else. I can't like any more groups. What's this? <laughs> I'm, I'm a 40 year 
old woman who just cannot. I can't. I okay. So like NCT, I kind of like them, but I do not have time to learn who eighteen of these guys are. That's Follow them. Learn their personalities. Like, we are liking a subgroup. Okay, so ten and Tay. The guy Yong, that's Yong, my bu- Yong, bias yeah. that I don't remember his yeah. name. <laughs> the sexy redhead dancer guy. <laughs> yes. Tay, Until he changes T-A-E-Y-O-N-G. his hair color, and then I'm screwed. <laughs> He's pretty, you can, his features yeah. are pretty No, he noticeable. reminds me of Taman. His body's very yeah. lithe and Taman-like when Kai. he dances. He's definitely like yeah. a Kai type, yeah. So. All right. All right, so next question oh. is, who is your bias? So, <laughs> all right. I have a fun story about how I got to my bias. So, my bias is actually Young or V. And surprisingly, he came my bias because of a piece of fan fiction. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> that is exactly how he became my bias. Um, so my friend Cherry Cordial over at KChat Jiggy, she's big into fan fiction. And she's like, oh, you have to read this one. It's, it's so good. It's about um, Young, And he starts, whenever he sleeps, he starts having visions of this girl's life that... Um, that's over in America and the girl has visions of his life when she's sleeping and eventually through this whole long story it's long but really good um they figure out that this is real and not just them hallucinating and all this situation and they end up um kind of connecting eventually it doesn't go to the whole extreme happy ever after kind of thing but it does conclude where I felt it was really a good conclusion uh, it was well written, and I just fell in love with this character who is based on this BTS um, performer. And so at that point, um, my friend Cherry Cordial, she was like, now you actually have to be able to recognize which one he is out of the group. And for like three hours, we were on um, FaceTime on chat and stuff, and she kept pulling up BTS music videos, and I had to point out which one was which out of all of them and watch all the BTS bombs until I had it memorized and I could pick all of them out exactly and and so it was a lot of fun and another really good fanfic is one where Jimin finding his soulmate with a fan where they touch hands and it becomes a soulmate bond and they actually die if they're not within they don't eat that's yeah they don't eat that's actually how they survive is by touch but she's a fan, and he is a idol, and so how is this going to work um, when he can't have a girlfriend? And so it's another really good one. And if I had read that one first, maybe Jimin would have been my my <laughs> bias. But sorry, Jimin Taehyung stole the spot. So that's my long story about how I got my bias, and I will be sharing the two fanfic links in our show notes so you can enjoy them as well because i've already made uh jenny and k drama jen read them <laughs> they, as were well. they were they good they were they weren't i mean they are fanfic but they they are a it's a really good, good story. story it's a good story with those people 
uh, and they're not smutty. No, you know, you, you don't have to worry about. Oh my goodness, what am I reading? Right. No, you it, know, the, the, they're it's good not stories the, between the you know the members or anything like that. There's a made up character that is the the female love interest for both of them. And so. I I binge read it. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, <laughs> no. I think it was like, oh my gosh, it's no. three o'clock in the morning. Definitely yes. G-Men's. G-Men's, I was like, because yeah. that the soulmate one was it was very. Yeah. Uh, Original and I really liked the idea of it. Yeah. So yeah, I was. So both of them were superbly well written stories. Mm-hmm. You should read them. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, um, Yungi Sugar is my bias. But I have a really hard time not picking all of them because I I do love all of them. And he hasn't always been my original who I focused in on when after the whole. She used to share with me and now we have separated. So it didn't start, (laughs) but see, it didn't start with him. So when Dope came out, I um, noticed the redhead of the group at that time. And that was G-Men. And I was watching all of their practice videos of them dancing because K-pop for me, a lot of it is the dancing. I love dancing and I love watching um, the, the dances and everything, but his, there was just something about him that really stood out in because they're all wearing the same, you know, dark clothes and they're got their hats on, can't really see their faces and everything. And so Jimin really stood out for his, his, his the way he dances and everything. So I really kind of latched on to him at first and I'm watching it and everything. And then I'm like, I don't I think it was it was even probably the next album where Taehyung's uh, his voice that deep sultry voice that he has started like creeping in and I was just like oh my gosh and so I really started noticing him but there's just something about most of the, like I kind of like a bad boy which he's admitted <laughs> that he's a bad boy <laughs> and not the greatest English it was so cute like he I I like the ones that act cute a lot sometimes I can which I don't think any of the in, in the group are, are like that but like he just uh sugar just he kind of is just like whatever i don't care what people think of me if i'm if you want me to act cute i probably won't and he just doesn't give a crap and i also love his um openness as a writer um and some of my favorite songs which i didn't list above because they weren't technically bts but i love all of his august d stuff so i just love his raw like he's out there you know, he's he's no pretending and letting you know, hey, I've got these issues, too. So I think that's that was my journey to him. It's really hard to pick. <laughs> I love all of them. They're Jin and RM, Ratmon. I don't call him that anymore because I, oh gosh, I loved his answer. To, he's like, what would you go back in the past and tell yourself when you debuted? <laughs> and he's name. like, don't. Call yourself a rap monster. You're a human. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so cute. cute. But. Yeah, that, that I love all of them. Jen? Oh, I, <laughs> I, you I was done. I love all of them, but sugar maybe I thought a little you more. said bought. No. <laughs> I was to finish. Nope, so, okay, so for me, you all know that I have menageries. I don't necessarily have biases. Um, and in particular with BTS, I love seeing them all together. Um, I do have to admit that at first I wasn't as strongly Yoongi or J-Hope fan until I saw them live. And then that just completely changed after seeing them on stage um, and listening to, you know, Yoongi Sugar's music as well. Um, 
just very captivating. And then J-Hope was absolutely mesmerizing on stage. So his dancing in particular just blew me away. So now I have to say that um, there isn't really one that I love more than another. I I love that RM is so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing him on variety shows, there was, I can't even remember which one, maybe Running Man, where they made them take a quiz to see if they were really as smart as they said. And of course he was. Um, <laughs> that was phenomenal. And um so just I, you know, V and Jin, and every time you watch like a Bang Tam Bam or um, like a, a run, BTS, Run BTS, um, I I'm just really I don't know I like them all. Um, so we'll talk more I think about like our favorite moments with them, but for me it's I like them as a group. I like them all. And I don't necessarily have a bias either. I just, I say things about each of them and I'm more of a dabbler. I haven't watched a whole lot of the Bangtan bombs or the V Live or anything, but what I have seen, I like each of them, like Jen said for um, RM for his intelligence and Yungi for his just intensity and his individuality, J-Hope and Jimin for their dancing abilities. Mm-hmm. And I love J-Hope's song for his mom. That like Aww. touches my mom heart so much. <laughs> and then, I love watching Jin. I know he's hooked on the worldwide handsome thing, but the thing I really like about him is just how he kind of takes care of all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I know he used to be called Jin Oma, right? Mm-hmm. And then Army dropped it for whatever reason. But that just, and they called him the dad because of his dad jokes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, I'm a sucker for a good dad joke or a bad dad joke. However, right. that <laughs> a good dad joke is so. bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, wait, is that all of them? Oh my gosh, don't, don't forget somebody. Jungkook. I was going to say, the Magne, the, the golden Magne. The Magne forgot the Magne. Anyway, yeah. I love his vocals. Like the mm. way he uses his head voice and just gets so high. I mean, the boy can sing higher than I can. It's a little mm-hmm. ridiculous. But he does it so well. And I love, there are a couple of clips I've seen where he is super strong and like lifting up some of the yeah. other members and things like that. That just, I find that entertaining. See, I feel like so. musically, like, um, as far as his voice and then as far as like the foundation of like them being able to jump off of him. And then he, I think he's like their foundation. Like, you know, he's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of times he's at the front and well, then and he's been visually a focus in quite a few of their, um, like their music videos right. where he'll have that little catch where you're like, oh, yeah, that's when he like smiled and nodded or, right, you know, they right. stick in your mind. Yeah. He has a lot of those moments in the music mm-hmm. videos where it's like almost that iconic moment where you're thinking, oh, that's right that song. That's what you think. Yeah. And yeah. No, so I, I think he's like he's the foundation of a lot of th- what they do visually and on the stage and everything. Yeah. He's very the foundation. And I shouldn't forget Daehyung either because he's just so eccentric and I like it. I love love on the, where they went on vacation and he just got on the wrong, was it bus or something? And he's like, "Eh, they'll find me. It's not like they're going to let me like not end up where I'm supposed to go. Cause it was when they're supposed to be vacationing on their own. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he was like in Scandinavia somewhere. Yeah. yeah, And he got on the wrong bus and he's like, well, my handlers are going to tell me to go back eventually. You know, they're not going to leave me lost and alone in Scandinavia. And he's like, I'm going to go adventure. <laughs> and it was so okay. cute. I need to see this. We need to put a link to that in yeah. the show notes. Okay. It was, um, I, I'm not that great. It's a, at summer, com- it's a summer package. 
So you have to, it's like on VLive, I, I bought it. I have them all. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't convert people to, to K-pop or K-dramas very often, but my niece with all of the coverage they're going and, and she has vocalized some interest here and there, but not too much. But she came to me the other day and was like, I was watching this YouTube video and the, those boys that I think that you like BTS, they were on there and they were with puppies. And I was like, Oh yeah, I saw that video. And she's like, I was like, do you have a, did you, was there any of them that you noticed? She's like, there was the one where he kept trying to bite the puppy. He's really cute. I like him. He's my favorite. I was like, Oh yeah, that was Taehong. That was me. And he's totally the one you'd be like, which member would bite a puppy? G-Man just held the puppy the whole time and was like cuddling it and the puppy loved him but Dio was like I'm going to take a bite so that's cute so moving to our next question how did you become a part of the Ajima army and what is it about BTS that drew you in so for me, I saw the videos for Spring Day and Save Me before I knew who BTS was, like I said. And I just loved them. I loved the dancing in Save Me because it's just the seven of them out on this open grassland area. I don't know what it is. And just I, the intensity of the lyrics and the way they danced, I loved the whole thing. And then Spring Day, the video didn't necessarily draw me in because I didn't understand it at all. But I liked the song. So, And they stuck with me. And then I saw the video for Not Today. And that was like, that's what pushed me over the edge. And I was in, I think it's just, you know, the very end when they're on that, the shiny circle for lack of a better word, because no one ever agrees on what it's made out of, Right. but they're all dancing together and you can hear the stomping and just, that was, that was like, okay, I'm in this. I want to see what BTS is all about. And so I got talking to a friend who was very excited for their love yourself, her comeback um, so this is a shout out for Sam Henley. And she got me all excited. She's like, you have to see all these linked background videos and all the teasers and things like that. And I'm like, okay. And so her enthusiasm made me enthusiastic. And that pulled me into the Ajum Army. So it was that and just seeing how smart they are and how they try to work um, political themes that are important to them or academic themes, you know, like the the novel that I tried to read and I couldn't because I remembered I don't like existentialism, that kind of thing. (laughs) But they take what they know and they love and they work it into their songs. They're not just trying to be a pretty face with a little bit of music. There's, they put themselves into it. And once I realized that I was in. Um, So for me, I don't even know how many years ago it was like, what, five years ago, possibly. It was the year they debuted, they um, performed at KCON. And uh, they, it, I think it was their first U.S. performance. And it was like, everyone's like, oh, BTS, BTS. I'm like, oh, whatever. CM Blue for me and GD's performing, you know. <laughs> so they weren't really on my radar as, oh, I need to watch these guys. And But watching them live is so much different than watching a music video because they have so much energy like i don't even know how they get through a whole concert because they put so much effort into their dances and their um it just comes off them and waves this energy and it's truly like an amazing experience and you know watching them live the first time this was before they had really found their niche it was in the their first album and and it was an okay album. I mean, I like the songs. None of them would be on my top, oh, I have to listen to this mm-hmm. all the time list. 
Um, but once I saw them, they were on my radar. And so I kept watching their videos when they were released. I was like, oh, a BTS video until I finally found that one that hooked me. And so that's kind of how I got hooked into the BTS lifestyle. <laughs> I think I already pretty much laid it out. Like I yeah. was in, we have a K-pop Facebook group or K-pop whatever, where we talk, about, yeah, we talk about like all different groups when it's not just BTS, but, and at that time I didn't know who BTS was and Jenny Bennett was excited about their latest comeback. And so she spammed us with all of the spamming. So, it works. It's like stalking. <laughs> Sometimes it, it does. works. Yeah. And so, you know, but then I, it was funny because I actually realized that I already knew who they were a little bit because I had seen, um, a Taekwondo cover of boy in love. And, um, I really liked the cover and I remember going and watching the video and I'm like, I, I think I've been asking Jen, I'm like, okay, so who's the guy in the bathroom? Okay. And, and what's the, who's the one that's like <laughs> pushing the girl up against the wall? And I, I kind of watched it back then and it was just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. But then I didn't, I didn't, nothing went from there. And it, it's funny cause that's kind of how, like with big bang, I was the same way. Like I watched a little, <laughs> went away and then came back and then fell in love. So that's with, with them. But once dope came out, like then I was like watching and it's pretty much, I think I watched all of the live performances they did. And then I went back and watched all of their, like the rehearsal. And like I said, when I was watching it, G Min really his dancing, um, was what kind of made me like focus. And so it just, and all their silly videos. I think that like the, just the silly, all of their Halloween videos yeah. where they dress well, you up with or, them. It's like, yeah. they're not just the pretty faces you connect with their quirks, their individuality, um, the Bankton bombs, you feel like you're getting to know them. And I think that it, it's so much fun being part of this fandom because they do connect well with their fans. Yeah. Well, and I think um, once I found out that they were involved in the process of writing, which also is another reason why, you know, with Big Bang there. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with the ones that don't that aren't involved in it because their their schedules are so busy that with some of the idols, I couldn't even imagine if they were part of the writing process with all of the things that they do, the else. variety show, all that their schedule where, you know, it's so busy. But that was part of the mate that really attracted me to them was because they were involved in the process and they put themselves in the music. So, yeah. So, uh, for me, K-Muse sort of drew me in slowly. I'm an um, enabler, in case yes, you didn't know. Enabler. <laughs> this is um, true. I, I was going through something I can't remember. I was I was having a really bad day and so she was like, let me send you this to cheer you up. And it was uh, some of the Bang Tam bombs. Um, and I was like, Oh, who are these guys? These are, hmm, that was a lot of fun. Um, and so then she was like, if you liked that, maybe you should read this. And she sent me the link to the fan fiction she talked about earlier. Um, and then I was like up until five o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I really went down the rabbit hole kind of on my own. And I spent, oh, several days just sort of um, watching everything including American Hustle, which if you haven't seen it, um, <laughs> is so cringy. But um, I think it's important to see where they started. Um, and then um, and the summer packages. And I subscribed to the VLive, like, CH channel, the one that you pay for. And I attended their Newark concert. And 
I somehow booked myself tickets to go to L.A. And here we are. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks, KMUs. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and Carrie's just like, yep, that's what happened with Big Bang. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My favorite comment from her about Big Bang was like, what is with their dance performance? Like, what? Because when you're, when, you're, when you're watching the newer so groups. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't like well, a choreographed, okay. like tight. Big Bang is choreography. They they're, are they're, they are beyond. Well, dance. you know what? When we were watching the BBMAs, I made the comment of like when you're watching the BBMAs, it's all about like the production and like the set and like the how big the people are on stage and all their backup dancers and all that kind of stuff. And then BTS comes on and it's just them. And there's no, they didn't bring anything with them. Of course, then they go back to Korea and they've got hoods and masks and like all that kind of stuff. But it was just them on that stage at the BBMAs and they, they're still an amazing performance. Whereas Big Bang, I think lends a little bit more towards the Western where it, they, it's all about their performance. It's about their stage presence. It's about, um, their interaction with each other on stage and all of that and so but but not so not as much the dancing i mean they do dance and they do incorporate a little bit in that um, but their in the just thing. essence of personality right, is right. what and where you know some uh, you know there were comments not that i agree with necessarily <laughs> but comments after bbmas that i saw of like um actual like musician stars here in the u.s somebody i can't remember who it was like a rapper or something said that they were over choreographed bts was and that's where i can kind of see where as far or as like, are we under choreographed exactly exactly <laughs> right. where you know you're watching of effort on you're some, watching of some of the performances on the bbmas and you're like okay your backup dancers are doing a lot of stuff and you're but you're just kind of like, moving around the stage and doing yeah <laughs> some of those performances i've like you're really boring i would not pay to go see you live right not right. that Right. You know, I don't know. Some of the earlier performances, yeah. But so anyway, yes, that's that's Big Bang is <laughs> I just thought that comment well, was hilarious. And, you know, and I'm coming at it backwards. Right. So right. coming yeah, from the BTS newer, to right. Big Bang and so my expectations are BTS and so that was just it was very jarring. Just Yes. <laughs> well, I kept telling her I'm like, You have to watch it over and over again and then you will be addicted. And she did. <laughs> yes, it worked. <laughs> All right. So um what is it like to be an Ajima army in the Ajima army? Does music appreciation have an age limit? Um, so I have to admit that sometimes my kids are a bit embarrassed by my hobbies just because, <laughs> well, they're like, well, you do stuff that is just starting to become cool. Because they're like, why didn't any of my friends like all of this K-pop back when I was in it five years ago? Right. My kids have kind of. Moved, moved on. on to classic rock that you know they like different things now and and k-pop isn't as much a part of it and and so they're kind of just like oh mom k-pop uh. and then it's kind of hilarious because their friends find out that i'm going to the bts concert and they're like oh my gosh ah! like they get <laughs> so excited and janice just like oh I saw them before, and you didn't react this way when I was BTSing like five <laughs> years ago. You were like, oh my gosh, you're so weird. And it's kind of funny because actually some of their school friends read the blog and know who really? what the blog is. Yes, oh. and they're like, this is so embarrassing. I'm never admitting this ever. That's <laughs> but, hilarious. you know, I'm the cool mom that they won't admit yeah. is their cool mom because they're like kind of embarrassed that, oh, it's my mom. <laughs> but... You know, it's all good. 
Well, and for me, my husband teases me. He's like, you're you're going through adolescence again. And I'm not sure I had it in the adolescence before because my teenage years were basically just reading and going to school. And so, so we were due. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, 40 years old is the time to start over again. <laughs> but I've always loved dance and hip hop music, but the American, the culture surrounding that was just not my favorite. And so I never really let myself get into it. And so to come to find K-pop, you know, these beats that I love and that I can move to, and now it's, you know, especially with BTS with elevated artistry and again, the academia and just the passion they put into it. That's so very different. It's a different kind of culture and different approach. And I'm like, I can appreciate this. I really like this. And then I made my girls listen to it. So now they're as hooked as I am. I don't think it would have worked the other way around if they had introduced it to me. I think they would have been embarrassed about how enthusiastic I am. But since I brought it to them, I think that it's more acceptable now. Though I do need to start making them pay up for some music because I've paid for it all so far. And for me, I don't think that music appreciation should have an age limit. Mm -hmm. Um, So we might not be the target demographic, but I kind of think maybe we should be. Um, So many of the messages about like overcoming hardship and persevering are certainly as relevant to the mature listeners as they are to younger listeners. And, you know, just because it has a heavy bass beat and rapid fire lyrics, I don't think that um, that that should hold us back from anything. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) well, I think, you know, it's like in the U S when I'm sure our, the parents enjoyed like the Beatles or Elvis, it wasn't just the kids that were enjoying the music. I feel that it's kind of the same thing, you know? Right. No, I, I, music is music to be enjoyed, whatever the age. What I find interesting is, so my husband is a musician, and he usually likes um, he likes a lot a wide variety. He actually likes several uh, um, American rappers and stuff that are a little bit more obscure. But um, he does he usually likes uh, alternative, harder rock, that kind of stuff. And I he will listen, he will take BTS and he will work out to it. And he, and he was actually, we were kind of at this point where we, we might've had an extra ticket, uh, not an extra ticket. Gosh, I don't, <laughs> we, he might've been able to come. We were, he might've been able to come with us to the BTS concert if we would, if things would have worked out in a certain way. And he was actually willing to possibly go with me and go to the Are concert. Are you saying that? that no, I'm not with- saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. <gasps> If we needed to sell, (laughs) oh my goodness! (laughs) Okay, I think we're gonna delete this part out. (laughs) We did not sell it. We are all we are going, and we will. Jen is going to the concert, but she had something on the day of the concert that was possibly going to ruin her life and not be able to allow her to come to the concert, which I was. Very upset. Yeah, we were all upset. In my bag, trying to <laughs> no. my no. This was like husband. a couple of days later. It's like, this well, is... if we have to find someone to buy this ticket instead of trying to sell it yeah. to somebody else, that my husband would just come. That was the. Got only... it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they wanted a honeymoon. They wanted no. the honeymoon on our BTS concert, <laughs> Ajima wow. Night Out. 
It was a passing conversation, but actually before this concert, when we didn't know if they were going to Seattle or not, if they would have gone to Seattle, he would have driven up with me and gone to the concert. He wanted to go. He likes them enough that, and he's, he's definitely not the target audience, but he does love them. And so he, he gives me a hard time because of my fangirling. Sometimes he's like, you do kind of sound like a teenager (laughs) sometimes when you're talking about cute things. But the other day when I was talking about Taehyung and the kids sitting on the baby, sitting on his lap at like high touches and stuff, he was like, oh my gosh, he rolled his eyes. (laughs) But he also understood, he appreciates the musicality of it. And he loves the idea of that a Korean group an Asian group was on the BBMAs because the representation of the Asian population within the United States in the music industry is like, is non-existent. And Mm so, you know, he, he, in that aspect, he was like, this is amazing. Like this is ground. Like he, and we're going to the, how do you pronounce the name? It's like, I don't possibly. Anyway, we're going to this indie, uh, indie band concert and he's actually coming with he us he is yes we bought a yes. t- that's here in portland and I know, it's this we're really so small like it is tiny like it yeah. pretty much there's no like there's vip no so it's, it's everything <laughs> is a view it's just a small little like bar area it's that like it, if you imagined what an indie concert in portland would be right that's what it is <laughs> it's like the total stereotype so he and he started listening he's like oh man i've been looking for something new a new sound and this is it i he really likes them, so, so. We're going to fangirl it up in October at that, so it'll be fun. <laughs> and that one I don't fangirl too much. I don't really know, but I, I enjoy I their music, so it'll be safe. because they were <laughs> actually on my top ten concerts I would actually like to see. So I'm, like, so excited. My daughter is so jealous on that one. She likes indie K-pop still. See, I'm so. very, I'm kind of happy that my husband isn't coming to the BTS concert. Cause <laughs> it'd be embarrassing. <laughs> I don't Get know your if stick I would... up, dear! <laughs> Hold it up. No, I... Uh, I, I really want to see Jed, so I'm I'm very I'm excited, so excited that it's working. I'm so excited. I had to give my husband the excuse. I'm like, well, Jen's coming a day late, so I have to stay longer. I have to, dear. Yes. He's just rolled his eyes. He's like, whatever. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so and so I guess what I wanted to say was just that I would listen and enjoy them no matter what. But it's really nice having my fellow kimchi fangirls mm. and then also the bangtan moms and nunas uh, group on facebook Hi. it's fun to have a place to fangirl <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so that's going to conclude us for tonight i'm not even sure i'm like lost on our <laughs> list i'm not even <laughs> sure who's outroing us so thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor and feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast or even if you have suggestions for future topics we certainly love to hear from our readers and our listeners and I want to give out a shout out to it's a YouTube reaction channel which is the just life and um, she has a recent YouTube video that she did about how it's hard to be black and be a K-pop fan. And so I found that very interesting and that was excellent. Yeah. It's very eye opening and she's, um, she's hilarious. She does other, she does the K-Con panels for Ajima's over or K-pop fans over 30. She's the leader of those panels. Is she? I don't think she's pretty sure she is. I don't know if she's over 30. She seems to be in her 20s. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not sure if it's... Sure that's the same one. <laughs> okay. Is she the one that did the I'm not paying $1,000 for KCON 
costs. I don't know. I don't know because this year we'll I don't think she's going to be at KCON New York. I don't know if she's going to be there. We'll have I've to see. seen some back and forth about that of not being at KCON. And I don't know, but I'm not sure. So, but she does. I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Okay. She I've reacts to not stuff. just BTS, but she uh, she does react to all sorts of and uh, she's hilarious. K-pop people. And she has skits, too. Her skit about her bias change was hilarious. <laughs> she wouldn't admit who the change was to, but Worldwide yeah. Handsome. <laughs> Maybe. We'll link that one <laughs> in yes, as we will well. link the and Just Life. If, we can, if she is the same one that did the KCON experience one, I think that'd be a good one for all our listeners who are planning on KCON and looking at how much they're going to spend on their tickets. Okay. I know she and was so, in KCON Paris because I watched one of her videos so we'll for that. Link so those. Yeah. All right. Thing. And also, if you want to support the podcast, be sure to go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give us the ratings and review. It really helps us and is a great way to support our podcast. And we'll give you a shout out on the an upcoming episode. Thank you. <laughs>